Wait, sorry. Oh my fuck. Okay, just once from the top. We're not famous yet. But if people knew who we were, we might get the attention we crave. Until then, we'll ride this wave. It's Kaylee and Tina. Two girls with hypochondria. It's Kaylee and Tina. Together, we'll tell you the best of the things you forgot or overlooked with our blunt observations. It's time to get underrated. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. We're recording. Hi. Hey. <laughs> I'm Kaylee. And I'm Tina. And guess what? We're underrated. Some material in this podcast may include blunt observations, cosmic energy, and sparkling dialogue from two of the most underrated girls on the scene, and that is actually me and my friend Kaylee. And today, we're on our best behavior. You know we're why? We're on our best behavior. Tell them. We've got a guest. We've got a guest. Ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else. Actually, this is gender inclusive. Every, everyone. Everything. Please get ready for our guest, Sam Rogers. Hi. Hello, sweet boy. Sam Rogers uh, is a uh, dear friend. Mm-hmm. We've mentioned many a time on this pod. Mm-hmm. And me and Sam actually have the exact same birth chart. Every single planet is the same. I think it's funny that um, the things that you've said about me on the pod, because I feel like there's a wide range of emotions. Um, being <laughs> Tina, that I act, called you a gargoyle. And then the other one is that I have the king of, of having tonsil issues. So I, yeah. think it's, I think that that's enough introduction in and of itself. Um, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. It's it's so fun to watch the behind the scenes and be like <laughs> watching you guys do this. Of I course, through Zoom. Good. We're not in the same room. We would no. never. We would never. It's a pandemic, so, you guys. Don't be stupid. Don't even try it. Um, What's interesting about Sam and Tina is, in fact, they are the ripe young ages of 20 years old, still in school together, Mm -hmm. classmates even. Me, as you all know, old woman, 23. I was a senior. These two were freshmen. (laughs) They were freshmen. She raised us. She raised us. But you know what? Some of my closest friends, I'll tell you that. Love these two. I love them. Really? Guys, say Kaylee, it back. Don't be dicks. Kaylee, you're <laughs> one love of my you. closest friends. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You're one of my closest friends. Okay, the, thank God. So Kaylee and I were in a show together. Um, the only, like, luckily enough, we were actually in two shows together. How could you forget? It's true. How could I forget? We started because um, it was very lucky for us because, I, like Kaylee said, she's senior. I am freshman. So for us to get the chance to be in two shows together was a big deal. That is. And I remember in Uncle Vanya, which was the first show, I remember being like, um, is Kaylee mad at me? Um, <laughs> after not really knowing you very much. I was like, is this girl mad at me? I, I don't know. But turns out you weren't, right? I was never mad at you. I do want to say I'm definitely someone who preaches about wanting to spe- um, to always give off good vibes. Unfortunately, I will say I do have what many teachers have told me because in acting school, they tell you this, uh, resting bitch face. And to me, I'm sorry, that is just my face. Um, So I, but I do apologize if you took that as bad vibes because I have nothing but love and admiration for you. So that was never my intent. I understand because I also have been told I have resting bitch face. Um, Thank God, equality. Yeah, well, and I actually um, had a, a meeting with a professor once because this professor um, <laughs> had me had me have a Zoom meeting with them to be like, "Are you mad at me?" Um, and I, I wasn't. These <laughs> looks. Yeah. Sorry that that you have to see it in a little in a little box, like a little judgmental box, in the, on your screen during oh this gosh. period of the day. I don't mean to look like that. It's just. I have a frowny face. I don't That's know theater face. school in a nutshell, is the fact that often, like, no, in no other major will your teacher call you in for a meeting and just be like, are we Amen. cool? <laughs> are, you mad? are you mad at me or what? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> I like, no, I'm not. People don't oftentimes ask me if I'm mad at them. Like, I don't think I have resting bitch face, but something that actually has come to my attention is I have resting crying face. Mm. Um, several people have said, 
oh my god did you just actually fucking cry your eyes out and I say no I'm actually having a good day and they're like oh my god you look like you just got the saddest news you ever heard and you've just been crying and I think I just do have wet eyes yeah moist eyes um and that's part of my story that's part of my story um but yeah my first year of college was the first time a lot of people asked me that question if you were just previously crying if I was just crying but I feel like the polite thing like it's okay to like wonder if I'm okay Mm -hmm. but when I say like oh no I'm having a good day to continue and be like really because you you look like shit you you just absolutely (laughs) sobbed your eyes out are you are you okay you look like you just crawled from a hole where you were absolutely crying so uh if anyone who's said that to me is listening um it doesn't always make me feel awesome so (laughs) so maybe in the future that's the other thing about a theater program is that like what other school would you come into as a freshman you're ripe you're wet behind the ears and someone has the audacity to have a conversation <laughs> with you and be like were you just crying and are you just like, like that, yeah no my name is tina um the, i wasn't <laughs> that and um the conversations about type and look oh my like, god one time i was saying to to a dear friend and if this person is listening i'm literally not mad at you you know i literally cherish you um <laughs> But I was saying like, oh, I feel like I don't have a distinct look. Like, you know, I have, I have brown hair, brown eyes. Like I look like, like so many other people. And he's like, I don't think that's true. And I was like, oh, like, thank you. And he was like, I think you look like, you know, the weird girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dragon. And I was like, yeah, 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 no, 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 no. For, yeah, no, I see that for myself. Definitely weird. And I think what he meant is like quirky girl, which... Obviously, that's true. People love to put me in a quirky role. I do make videos of myself saying insane shit. Like, I get 100% where he was coming from. But just, just you're like, no, I think you just look like any weird girl <laughs> is very funny. I think you're striking beautiful, Tina. Like, and, I, and literally, please don't look at me as like a theater professor in class telling you this. Of course, there's like, that's a traditionally beautiful girl. You are like striking. I think you know my girl Emma Stone stop I'm being serious I love Emma Stone she is that's what I'm talking about she's striking beautiful it's like oh my god wow that's how I feel about you girl that's how I feel about what's uh is it Anya or Anna Taylor-Joy Anya Anya Taylor-Joy I just call her Queen Gambit Queen Gambit oh yes to me her name is Queen Gambit she's gorgeous and I think were you having this conversation on here or did was this a conversation Tina and I had about this was a private conversation between us about I can't distinguish I can't (laughs) distinguish um but the fact that she was like you were saying how in high school she was called ugly and and weird and now she's like this gorgeous role I will I will say the bangs Mm, wasn't the best Mm -hmm. look but I don't I think there's it takes a rare person to be able to pull that look off I will say but every other outfit that she has is, and like the way her hair looks and the way she does her makeup, she just looks crazy good. Even when she, she has that so really good. terrifying eyeliner. <laughs> eyeliner is so scary. Can I ask you a so question good. about Queen's Gambit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in regards to mother, her mother, mm-hmm. um, and listen, obviously everyone in that cast is super talented, but what do we think? Oh my God, don't Are make me... Ba- Guys, I had a lot of trouble watching, and maybe that is what made her, and I'm going to be up front, I'm going to say, maybe that makes her fantastic, the fact that she made me so uncomfortable. But every line was said with the same cadence. She gave that little, like, (laughs) like, side smirk, and I was like, what is her agenda? (laughs) I I was always... I was always expecting her to be evil. Yes, I, I was waiting. But I was like, maybe that was intentional because the show wants us to like never be sure mm-hmm. of what's what's going to happen. I will say that I think this is probably a bad thing to admit, and I sure hope no professors are listening. I can't tell good acting from bad acting usually. If I like the story, <laughs> I'm like, that was amazing acting. Like I'll see middle school plays. And be like, they were amazing up there. <laughs> yeah, so literally, like, my I, opinion means best. next to nothing when I'm saying that. Like, I ha- I have no right. <laughs> I have no right. Um, I maybe you're mad because you would have been good in the role. I would have liked to have seen you in oh, the role you in like what? 20 That's years. True. 
Guys, thank yeah. you so much. I have often been told your career is really going to take off in your 30, 40 when you get those mom <laughs> roles, which is huge because that's that was my collegiate career. And I said, watch, I'll show them. I'll graduate from school and I'll just play a young lady my age. And the first thing no. I book is a mother. It's a mother. <laughs> sure enough. In fact, well, I am mom. You were great at it. You're think, so did you think it. I looked youngest mom though? Of yeah. Course. Okay. For okay. Sure. Thank you. Maybe your maybe your stepmom. I like said I was in with all the moms. Oh God, I said amazing. I married. I said I married old man. Married up was my married up. was my story. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen um, the movie Stepmother with Julia Roberts and Susan Sarandon? One hundred percent. I love it. I love it to death. I love it. it that is dude, the Julia Roberts mom is the kind of mom that I feel you could play. The Julia, the type that Julia Roberts plays in that movie is, I think, you would body. Thank you so much. That's the mom I want to play right now. And then when, as I age, I want to play Susan Strandon. Susan Strandon. Yeah. She's so good. She's She's so so good. good. She's so good. I talked about that movie literally the other night with my mom. I was like, can we watch that? And my mom was like, begging. (laughs) And my mom was like, yeah, I would love to. I love that movie. And my dad was like, guys, that's not the vibe for tonight. Can we all just like chill and watch something like fun? And then we watched, have you guys ever seen About Time? Yes, yes, that movie makes Love me cry my movie. eyes out. Yeah, it, we all were like, this is horribly sad, but it was beautiful. And it on- honestly taught me a life lesson. That is, no, I it's think, gorgeous. Uh, I mean, ob- okay, I'll just, I mean, obviously Mean Girls is going to be my favorite. Um, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams moment, thank you. Um, but she is so good in that movie. And my favorite scene is when they are in the the pitch black bar and they're like having the conversation just their voices yeah that is like how can you make a, a scene where you literally can't see anything so enticing she's so literally good. amazing magical she she's magical. good in everything i also think weird opinion you guys have seen my mom um what <gasps> i think my mom i think that's her celeb look like especially when my mom yes. is like in her like 20s early 30s to think of his thing um so i'll thank ask you. you first kaylee mm-hmm. why are you underrated this week um I am underrated this week oh let's see oh my god I didn't even think about this one I always go straight to hypochondriac and don't do underrated um I am underrated this week by um I am underrated this week I don't know am I underrated that's great I'm just rated rated. I actually think I am I don't know to be rated I know this is like, that's not the point of the podcast. People want us to be underrated, but guys, I'm feeling rated this week. So Tina, what about you? It would be fucked up for people to not want you to feel rated. So Yeah, I think our listeners want you to be rated. I'm not, guys, I'm not dragging them. Please don't even let them think that. No, they're- We have new followers. We have new followers and hopefully new listeners after our female-owned Instagram- Oh my God, female and small business Instagram giveaway. I will never name anything ever again because anytime I had to type that, I was like, what the fuck? This is too much. Um, I am underrated this week as a, a player of cards, <laughs> cards player. I'm so bad at cards. And recently I was absolutely toasted, absolutely roasted um, because I called, wait, what's the one that's not spades? What's oh, the real clubs? Clubs. I said I said clover, cloves. Huh? I said cloves, <laughs> and they said, "What the fuck, girly? <laughs> that that's not at all what it's called." So I'm underrated in terms of being a cards player, and I'm I'm sorry to people who are mad at me for that. Okay. I'm not mad at you. <clears throat> cards are hard. Cards are hard. I do love a card game. Sam, why are you underrated? <laughs> okay. I think I'm underrated this week. Well, <clears throat> I guess the, this past this semester, I would say. Okay. But since online school has started, I haven't cared about it at all. Mm. I hate <laughs> online school. I can't handle it. I'm so bored. I hate <laughs> to sit in my bedroom and do class. But this week, I was like, I feel like I actually should start maybe caring about school. And I am. And I'm doing my, and I'm taking, listen to this. A marketing class and a business statistics class oh my God. because I'm Your trying, business, trying my hardest to get a business minor in this musical theater. Wow, world. I love that. <clears throat> and I took such good notes. 
That's and I was good. like, okay, I'm taking really good notes in this class. Maybe I actually will care about it. And I'm finding it interesting. Like, I'm not, like, forcing myself to take notes mm-hmm. and be like, oh, yeah, I have to be interested in this. I actually think it's cool to learn about marketing. It is. Is, that is. is that nerdy? No, that's no. good. And even and that's, learned, nerd isn't bad. Nerd, nerd isn't bad. bad. This thing I this conversation I often have with my family because everyone in my family is like a business person. Um, both my my brother and my dad are both in sales. My mother is um, an EA of a giant company, so good for her. And my other brother Dave was marketing major. And every time we have dinner together, everybody is spitting out these three letter business acronyms that I have I literally could not. <laughs> I have no clue what they mean. I literally sit there and I don't say anything and I eat my chicken and I eat my spaghetti squash and I wait for someone to tell me what that stands for. But today <laughs> I learned my first three-letter business acronym. What is it? SBU. And um, I have to look at my notes to tell you what it stands for because I don't oh, know. Okay. <laughs> but you but learned, I learned it. it. But I learned it. So now I can finally contribute to my That's beautiful. I do want the listeners to know that me and Sam had two online classes together today. We, we had uh, Life, Universe, and Everything. That's the name of one of our classes. Um, and hopefully we'll find out the secrets of the universe. We're going to try. Um, and then Stage Makeup. And I will say that I also did not have the highest motivation last semester. And I am trying to turn over a new leaf. And something me and Sam say to each other is we quote a TikTok of a little girl. She's five. And her first day of school, she cried her eyes out. And then the second day of school, she looks at her mom and she says, I'm going to be a new girl in class today. And that's something me and Sam like to like to try try to aspire to is being a new girl in class today. It's empowering. It's And empowering not carrying over bad see, habits. Exactly. And to see like a child girl who cries <laughs> her eyes out. <laughs> Sorry, that came out, that came out wrong. Child girl. Like this. A, ch- a child girl cry her eyes out on her first day of school and then get right back up and do it. Like I could cry my eyes out every day, mm-hmm. but, sh- but to, to see this child girl be able to pick herself up, like that's so empowering. Yeah. She's empowering. She's a hero. Um, Kaylee, why are you being a hypochondriac this week? Oh my gosh. So many reasons. It's been a really tough hypochondriac week. Um, First of all, I randomly was like, my eyes were so sore. You know when they're just like, they feel straight. No, not the vibe. When they feel strained. It was both. It was like tension behind my eyeballs. It lasted Mm. for days. I was like, oh my God. But I think that's from my TMJ. Guys, if anyone has a TMJ and literally gets this messed up over it all the time, I I looked it up. I know that it can mess up your neck, your eyes, your head, okay. your ear. Like it messes up literally everything. My ear, I have a constant earache on the same side that my jaw literally unhinges. I still have that little little bump, little bump under my ear. I hate it. It scares me so much, but I'm really hoping it's just from TMJ. I literally need to get a physical on my, do- my new doctor because I can't go to my pediatrician anymore. Hopefully this new doctor will say, hey, let's check you all out and make sure you're good. Then last night I woke up in literally, I, I was dripping sweat I in a warm sweat, not even cold, um, literally dripping sweat. I woke up on the couch. I say to my um, boyfriend and his sister who are sitting there watching TV as I fall asleep, I say, hey guys, what's up? Literally what I say to them and I'm chill. And then I kind of like go doze off for another minute and then wake myself up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like covered in sweat. I don't have this happen. This is not a normal thing for me. I was so warm, dripping in sweat. I was like, what is going on? So of course, as soon as I stand up, I like, my chest starts burning and I'm like, oh, of course I'm having a heart attack. (laughs) That's what that is, of course. So of course, start freaking out. It's literally 1230 in the morning. My boyfriend and sister are just trying to have a good night. Um, uh, But did, you know how I always call when this stuff happens? I already talked about this. I call my mom. Yeah. Or my dad, love him, shout out to him. But I did call my mom this time and she just stayed on the phone with me and we talked and we had a laugh. There you go, that's perfect. Guys, I feel so crazy when that stuff happens, but I want everybody to know, I don't think you're crazy when that happens. I only think I'm crazy when it happens. And that's on mental health. Next. (laughs) (laughs) My my mental health acceptance is that I do believe that I'm crazy, but no one else. No one else is. Everybody's working through their own stuff. Um, That's what I do. 
Um, I'm a hypochondriac, I guess, in the sense that lately when I've been drinking a cold sip of water, as mm-hmm. I love to do, I yelp out in pain because my teeth are so sensitive. Oh my God. And I actually talked to my roommate, Ashley, about that. Yeah, guys, not to brag, I have roommates again. Woo! Yeah! Oh. Shout out Ashley and Lizzie. They both listen. Um, That's so nice. And, and Ashley told me that she actually had had this problem months ago and it was because she was, say it with me, brushing her teeth too hard. Too hard. Too hard. And I was like, that could definitely be the case with me because I love to get aggressive. If you look at mm-hmm. my toothbrush, it's all frayed out. Like it belongs <laughs> to to a very, very crazy person. Um, so I think maybe I'm brushing my teeth too hard. Um, Sam, why are you a hypochondriac? I am it's always the same reason for me my ginormous water bottle so I'm usually like it's not a hydration headache mm-hmm. I'm very well hydrated that's something I'm very proud of um but it's always like okay here is this headache in the left side of my head but yesterday it was like in the right behind my eye no and I look it up and I'm like where I'm, I like I, I want to learn about headache placement because I want to know like because it's it's like a language like everyone there's like mm-hmm. a map of your brain and if you have a headache like in the middle then it means something different from having like a headache in like the back like underneath your or on your spine so I always get a random headache and I'm like what is the problem and then I also am like I haven't eaten in a day so I mean it makes sense when I don't when I have a headache but for a minute I'm like okay I always think that a headache is the first symptom of covid always yeah whenever i get a headache i'm like i have covid it's a when i haven't gone out of my apartment for a week but like still i'm like no it's a headache so it means i have covid when actually apparently a headache isn't even a covid symptom yeah but it still is to me understand like the first thing people said out of the gate was like it's a sore throat and then they were like a month later they're like oh not really but now when i have a sore throat i'm like excuse me yeah well yeah and oh, you wake up in the morning and it's the driest place on earth and your throat is so dry and you <laughs> sleep with your mouth open <laughs> and you wake up with a sore throat and you're like covid because of sore throat or no, absolutely going back i'm in one. i'm in lose-lose situation because i <laughs> crave um the idea of sleeping with my mouth open because i grind so <laughs> hard because of my tmj <laughs> and i have I literally, I, that's like what I want more than anything because I bite down so hard when I sleep, which is why my jaw is so fucked up. So when I wear my retainer, even like I'll wake up in the morning and I like release my jaw and my head automatic, like everything is in pain. And I'm like, geez. So I like, before I go to sleep, we'll be like, you guys can't see me, but I'm like opening my mouth. I'm trying so hard to make sure I fall asleep with it open. And then I'll wake up with sore throat, but I'll be happy that my mouth doesn't hurt but it's just like lose 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 for sure i've never heard someone appreciate people who sleep with their mouth open i do i do i get so so embarrassed though because on the times that i have my boyfriend has gotten so many pictures of me sleeping and he's doing it where he's like oh my god look so cute and i'm literally like i look disgusting (laughs) you guys it's so bad it's so bad i think the most intriguing part to me is that you can choose when you want to sleep with your mouth open and when you don't i don't know what happens when i get into rem like i don't know what happens there because i'm not there for it but i can tell when i wake up (laughs) i'm not present for i should say um yeah but when i wake up i can tell i can tell by how my jaw is feeling no that makes sense that makes sense. I Thank you. I'm really laughing at you saying you crave it. <laughs> like so. a treat. Yeah. Like a little treat. Like um, a treat. Okay, guys, we want to be transparent about the fact that this is a new Zoom room. Uh, Zoom did kick our sorry asses off the server, so we created a new meeting. Uh, that's 2021. That's 2021. Um, so our topic this week, as many of you guys know, on our Instagram, I... I did, in fact, poll you guys to see how many of you guys were a part of the Gilmore Girls fandom. It turned out it was like 70% were, 30% worry, weren't sorry to the 30%. Um, but still listen to this app because I wanted to encourage you to watch the show because it's so worth it. Um, but for all my um, Gilmore girlies out there, <laughs> did I just literally trademark that? That's amazing. Um all our Gilmore girlies, you guys all know Rory Gilmore, our sweet girl. We we walk in on her at the ripe age of 16. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
tender. Tender. I'll go ahead and and categorize 16 as a tender age. It was coming out. I said walking on her at the right, like it just all was terrible. Um, Anyway, the show starts with her being the tender age of 16 years old. And from there we see her in three different relationships. And if you're a part of this fandom, you know that you have to pick a team. You have to pick which one of Rory's boyfriends was the best or aka the best fit for her. And Tina and I, are religiously team Jess. Religiously. And Sam is here because he is in fact, well, um, Sam, why don't you tell them? I'm team Dean, okay? I'm team Dean yeah. and everybody's <laughs> mad about it, especially Kaylee. Tina, I know Tina is also mad about it, but Kaylee actually stopped talking to me for an entire day once. <laughs> I uh, couldn't believe it. Because of this um issue i would like to preface this please say that team dean yes but more so team jared padalecki and that is because i watched supernatural um could not keep up with it i only watched a couple seasons Mm -hmm. but it was like one of the first shows that i really watched and i was like oh my god i love this show i watched it when i was in high school and it was like I just loved I loved Jared's character um, more than Jensen's, which hopefully no one's pissed about either if they're listening and they watch Supernatural and they like. Um, funny enough, Jensen's character's name is Dean. Anyway. Wow. Oh, a fun fact. Um, right. And Jared Padalecki and I share a date of birth, July 19th. Oh, he's so cancer. He's cancer. He is cancer. And that so that is where my my bias comes from. But okay. I'm also Team Dean. I'm ready to defend. Uh, you better be. We had Sam on specifically because one, it really rattles us to our core to disagree with Sam on this. Because as we've mentioned previously, I have the exact same birth chart as Sam. It is very uncommon that the two of us disagree. We have birthdays one day apart, like Mike, the situation in Polly D. Yep. So it's rare we disagree. And Kaylee has the same sun sign as us and rising sign. And Kaylee also very, very often agrees with us. So to hear Sam say he's team Dean is hard because also, so there's three boyfriends. And I feel like both sides have a fair amount of respect for Logan. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like you're like, okay. And at that point in her life, Rory's shitty. So you're like, fine. I don't really care about your boyfriend anymore. I yeah, th- I actually, I, I feel like team, I feel like it's usually team Logan or team Jess, no? Like, I feel like team Dean is the lesser of the three. Team, team Dean is a very uncommon stance because of how they evolve uh, Dean's character. Um, there, I, I just want to walk you guys through a, a Dean moment that makes me feel frozen on the inside. It mm-hmm. makes me shit my pants so scared. And it's the... The deep fried Korean Thanksgiving. And I, when Sam said, why aren't you team Dean? I went to this episode on the Netflix app on my phone and forwarded to this exact moment. And I said, this is the moment why I'll never be team Dean. Rory and Jess share a kiss. Okay. Mm-hmm. And just in the alley, Dean is waiting. <laughs> why, the, why the fuck? He's waiting there like the grim reaper. <laughs> standing like a like a gremlin in the doorway like why did you kiss her and Jess is like what the hell I want to be done with this um and that is why Dean does scare me someone pointed out that Dean kind of dresses cool in the first few seasons and then as soon as Jess is introduced Dean starts looking horrifying yeah because Jess was supposed to be leather jacket vibe and amy sherman paladino was like wait we've literally dressed dean in a leather jacket for the first two seasons what do we do how do we fix this um i need to say that my this is turning into okay we're starting i think we should say we're starting off with the problems we have with dean and we'll get to the right right, and potatoes of jess very soon dean his the moment for me that i say this isn't Rory's best boyfriend this isn't the man for her and it's moments actually is he always I know that Rory and Lorelai their trademark is being best friends and also mother-daughter but just because they're the best of friends doesn't if my my, if my boyfriend ever ran to my mom to complain about me to complain about me and she would she like talk shit with him 
that is first of all that's one of Lorelai's lowest moments for me in my mind is anytime she talks with Dean about the Rory and Jess situation um and I get listen I'm I know our girl Rory was in a relationship when she was falling for Jess and yeah of course that's not cool but Dean don't go to the mom go to the source go to the source the mom and I also want to take this moment to absolutely drag Mm Lorelai for engaging it good two shoes Sometimes yeah. you need someone who's a little bit of a rebel. I also want to go ahead and say that Jess is a literal orphan. He's a literal orphan. He's well, a his mom, orphan. his mom literally dropped him off to go like live with Luke, and Stars Hollow just hates him because he's just there. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually in the middle of as I literally always am at least four times a year in the middle of rewatching season two, which is Jess's introduction, his prime season, him some of him, him and Roy's best moments, and. Um, he does do some, like, he, as soon as he gets to this town, um, and he walks outside in Stars Hollow for the first time, Amy Sherman Palladino so gracefully plays the song, This Is Hell. Um, and <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, but it's, like, so funny, and it's, like, right off the bat, obviously this isn't Jess's vibe, but Jess 100% gets the vibe of Stars Hollow. He sees what's going on around him. He doesn't agree with it, but he sees what's going on and it to him is boring. And so the crazy stuff that he ends up doing to get the town to hate him, like I get why they'd be mad at him. Don't get me wrong. But one of the funniest things ever is he does the, I just had this episode the other day and I was like, why have I never realized like how funny this is? He knows that if he puts up like that, like yellow tape that like police officers use. So people yeah, don't pass by. Tape. Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if he uses caution tape and he uh, draws an outline of a body in front of the market <laughs> that everybody in the town is going to like freak out. And it's so comedically drawn. Like it's not the outline of a human body in the slightest. It's so like cartoonish and everyone is freaking out. And the police officers are like, li- literally nobody knows about this. Like it's obviously a prank, but Taylor Dosey can't handle it. He thinks someone was murdered in front of his store. He's trying to find the body. Like, and Jess is just sitting there laughing on the side. He can't believe it. And to me, that was in fact comedy. That was that comedy. Was comedy. I think it's time to give Sam time yeah. for rebuttal. Well We've thrown out a lot of daggers yeah, and I think it's, it's only okay. Fair. And I understand, I understand your animosity, but I have to come <laughs> right, to some right. defenses here. I have to defend Dean. Starting <laughs> with the very first moment that you spoke of, which I agree with, uh, deep fried what is, I don't know the name of the title the episode, yeah. deep fried <laughs> green things I agree that is terrifying but you have to think about <laughs> the moment before as we're told in acting you have to think about moment the moment before, before. <laughs> you, there, the, the chances that Dean I know he's crazy but the chances that Dean was like <laughs> trying his hardest to catch Jess and Rory kissing was not come on you can't say that he was like he was probably out trying no. to get something for his yes no okay. i just well well sorry, let me step sorry. in let me step in as a mediator he was taking the garbage out at his job and that is what yeah. i will say as he was taking and the garbage out of his it. job he saw them kiss which of course anyone would be pissed if they saw the love of their life be kissing someone else he'd be pissed i agree that okay. it's psychotic okay. of him to step in to stay Absolutely. to stay he and should talk have, he should have walked away but it's noble of him to stand up for his girl. And he's like, you know what? I think that I am meant for you, not this guy. Anyway. It's really interesting that you say stand up for his girl because that's not his They're girl. Up. And she clearly does not. She's always going to be to him, though. I, and that bothers me. I think Dean treats Rory as property oftentimes, which is my issue with him. He, when Rory yes. says on certain, I just watched, <laughs> listen, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. Um, <laughs> Not anymore, not anymore. Um, um, I'm mad. (laughs) I just watched episode the other day where Lorelai and Emily go to the spa for the weekend. Okay. And so Rory has the house to herself. And Dean is like, oh my God, well, your mother's gone. Like, can I come over? And she's like, actually, I know this sounds crazy, but my mom's home literally every night. Like, I just want to have like a peaceful night where I can do my laundry, order like the the takeout food that I like and like go to bed early. But literally we can hang out all day tomorrow no worries um and he gets so mad at her 
he gets so mad at her he can't believe it he's ticked off and this isn't the first time dean has done this anytime rory has extracurricular um activities to go to when she's trying to get ready to she wants to go to harvard at the time spoiler i don't know chance doesn't work out that way yeah um but he always gets mad at her when she can't hang out with him and it's like you guys are literally together all the time let her live her best life he treats her as property does she in fact end up hanging out with jess that night by pure coincidence yes does dean still come over to check up on her even after she said no please don't come over yes he does but did she hang out with jess that night not on purpose she did 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 though okay even though if it wasn't on purpose she could have said jess i would like to have my night to do my laundry in order to take out she did and jess 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 said came over jess brought her care package for food he didn't know she wanted the night alone okay that's why he told him that though that's not jess's problem that's rory's fault unfortunately that a lot of this comes back to rory being oh oh yeah a little bit of a bitch a lot of the time (gasps) So she is. She is, and we should say it. And I want to talk about that episode where Jess brings over food because this isn't about Team Jess or Team Dean or even Team Rory. This is about Team Paris motherfucking Geller. Yeah. Because when she sees six foot two Dean get all up in Rory's grill and be yelling at her, literally yelling at her, Paris, Paris, who has very limited social emotional intelligence, reads the room. And she says, I asked Rory to invite Jess over because I have a crush on him. And the nobility in that act, the strength in that act, she saved Rory's ass. She did. She doesn't have crush. She doesn't have crush. crush. She did that for her friend Rory. So literally her boyfriend would stop yelling at her in front of a crowd, Um, (laughs) which is huge. But I want to list some reasons why we're why we're team dress. I feel like this has been very much like this is why we're not Anti-Dean. team Dean Sam. No. Um, okay, 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 okay. I will say that Jess intellectually, mm-hmm. Jess is just in every way Rory's match and Rory's equal. Yes. And he's a book reader. <laughs> Who among us can say we haven't swooned when he says he doesn't read much and then he, he confirms that he's what's the word for when you really love books like a bibliophile a oh, oh a bookworm is better i'll say bookworm he reveals what a, a bookworm he is and uh rory's like i thought you didn't say i thought you said you didn't read much and he goes well what is much and walks away uh, like that was so cool he's he's her intellectual match and who the fuck um does she make the snowman of was it mitski oh i just literally watch I, you guys know i've been like into this like season. it's a cool Rory made a snowman of like a cool musician. I think it was Mitski. And Jess was like, oh, like, does Dean know about Mitski? And she was like, I've played him some of her, like her stuff. And he was like, so is that the vibe of your relationship? Like you teach him things? Yeah. And I like, I like that Jess can teach Rory things. I think he's cool. I think he's really cool. I love Jess. Me too. I do love that boy. And here's another thing is Tina and I always say this. It's something we both agree on is out of all of Rory's boyfriends. Um, we're all picking teams here as to who's the, who's the best, but the only boyfriend that was team Rory was Jess. And here's why Rory, as we all know, if you haven't listened to the show yet, skip ahead. Like I'd say two minutes um, because Rory was going to Yale um and she drops out of Yale and is in a big fight with her mother over it they don't speak that's not Rory and Lorelai fashion it goes on for far too long literally a season um what was going on there I don't know wish I was in the writer's room I said this is too long I guess it had to happen but still um but anyway literally Rory is dating Logan at the time and Logan's like yeah I mean do you you gotta go through it do your best um and the only person that is that could wake Rory up from this nightmare of a time she's living in was Jess. Jess visits her after a long time and he says, Rory, this isn't you. You love school. You love school. You worked so hard to get to Yale and you're not talking to your mom. And might I add, Lorelai's not a fan. Lorelai never was nice to Jess. Never, ever, ever. And he still says, that's literally your best friend. You're not talking to her. What's going on, Rory? That's not you. And after that, Rory goes back to school. Rory makes up with her mom. It's 
unbelievable, amazing. He cares for her. He wants what's best for her. Even if he can't be with her. Absolutely. I agree with everything. And I just want to add the line reading. This is me supporting Milo as an actor. Uh The line reading of, and Yale, why did you drop out of Yale? Yes. The urgency, the stakes in that line. Oh, chef's kiss. Sam? He's a wonderful actor. Okay, I... You may offer a rebuttal. Here's my rebuttal. Um, Dean built Rory a car. Have you ever... (laughs) That's true. Build a car for someone... Have you ever I've taken never seen your that. bare hands and you love someone so much that you build them a car? Now, oh. I understand I'm embodied <laughs> in this argument. You're very right about most, literally everything you have mentioned, but he built her a car. And the other thing is that he is a family man and he's always providing for his family and his, his little sister is like, the person that he loves the most in the world. He's always, he's always trying to like help his family and provide for them and be the nice guy. And that is somebody that everyone needs. Jess doesn't have any sense of that. Rory, I feel will need someone like that. I, but I, but for anyone that has seen the show, I I would like to say for myself and cover my own ass that I do not support cheating in any sense of the word if you are married and you have any <laughs> yeah, sort of yeah, relationship yeah, outside of wedlock that is no no that is so wrong but he no that is that which dean doesn't that he's saying that because dean doesn't have to do that with he rory later cheese, on cheese. that could be i you could say that as an argument that he loves her so much and that he cares about her so much but you should never cheat on someone no matter how much you no about mm-hmm. and that is true and i want to i i do agree sam he's a family man he's a family man um, something I will say, and this is not team Dean, team Jess, this is just me being the worst. <laughs> that little sister needs to go. Oh, I, I, why is it like talked about as if she's five? Like, Rory, will you hold my hand at yeah. the fair? First of all, she sounds like um, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, if you watch the act. Oh my God, um, Joey King, good job. Joey King bodied that performance. Shout out Joey King. Um, she sounds like Gypsy Rose Blanchard in the act, being like, Rory, will you want to the carnival with me? And she's 12. Yeah. I understand a little kid of maybe five or six being like, oh no, you guys broke up. Like I really liked hanging out with her. But at 12, you need to grow some balls and move on. Yeah. I, I 100% agree. agree. I'm anti-Clara. All my, ho- all my homies hate Clara. That's something we all agree on, I think. Um, I do want to say, just to like bring him up and mention him, those who are Team Logan, I have. I, I saw a tweet, this was over the summer, and this is how much it stood out to me. And uh, Kayla Murphy, if you're listening, shout out. Um, shout out Kayla Murphy, listen to her podcast. Uh, listen to her pod too, Don't Sell My Intelligence, um, is what it's called. <laughs> I was not, that was not a threat to her. Um, <laughs> she... <laughs> <laughs> she did, in fact, uh, make a tweet or retweet. I'm not sure. Um, but it said, like, imagine still being Team Jess when, like, the logical choice when you're a grown woman is, like, Team Logan. And I was like, and here's what I have to say about that. If Jess and Rory met at the age that Logan and Rory met, it would have been a whole different story, I think. I think Jess would have had gone through all of his, like, mom-dad issues um, without like taking any of it out on Rory, um, he would have been in a better place. And I think they really could have uh, had a beautiful relationship where Logan for his age and situation, I felt like was quite immature with Rory. And I don't think he made her the happiest. I don't think he made her happier than what Jess could have done is what I'm going to say. And I think that he is her in Regards to Lorelai, uh, we all know this. Logan is her Christopher, and I think yeah. Jess is her Luke. And I think we all saw yeah. that in the revival. And I, I will, yeah. Wait, let me let me my friend Sam talk. Oh, <laughs> Sam. no, that's okay. Sam, okay. Something I do just want to say is that I do value Logan for bent of debt or loans from it. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, who is she to pretend? she's so much better than all these other rich kids. Mm -hmm. I think to break away from any team and to just like look at Gilmore Girls as a show and the the way that Amy Sherman Palladino set up these boys for Rory. I think that it's hard to actually choose a team because if you think of it, 
Dean is the perfect example of her 16 year old boyfriend. Right. Jess is the perfect example of like her mid adolescent boyfriend. And then she has Logan, who's like her boyfriend in her, like when she's, you know, about to be done with college, she's maybe thinking like, is this a real person I could spend my time? Like all three of these boys combined set her up for the person that she's going to be. So I right. think that like you can choose teams, but they're all so different in the roles that they play in her life where right. you know, like yeah. Dean will give her those crazy psychotic moments that she's going to learn from. Mm-hmm. Like they all have something to teach Rory, which I think it, that's why it, like, it is a little difficult to actually choose a team. You have to choose one. It's on, you physically cannot, but you physically cannot not choose one is what I mean to say. But if like, if you're going to look at all three of them as a whole for like the job that they're meant to do in Rory's life, I feel like they all have such a specific purpose that mm-hmm. it's hard to like label which one is the best. You know what I mean? No, you're so, you're so right. And I'll even say like in my own life with my friends relationships, sometimes a, a boyfriend, a former boyfriend of my friend will be brought up and I'll say, Oh, so-and-so I remember them fondly, but is that the, mm-hmm. the man I think my friend was supposed to marry? Yeah. Certainly, certainly not. It's, it's their high school boyfriend who like did no wrong, but they just outgrew. Um, exactly. And so I really do appreciate uh, the you bringing that point to the conversation, Sam. That is something important yeah. to remember. That yeah, I, that and that's why you're our guest today. You really rounded right. it out. You took literally all the punches we threw at you. Also, <laughs> handled it with handled grace. yourself with grace. Yeah, so much great. You really I, handled yourself. I, I do. I do fully submit to you that you, <laughs> you're you're you won. But oh my, my own no, pride, but we love you, pride. Sam. We well, love you. We we won because we have you as a friend and a guest on the pod. That's <gasps> I'm why team we're Sam. the winners. I'm team. I'm Sam. I'm, I'm I'm team Sam. Oh my god! Okay, that was good. Choose between Kelly and Team Kitty or what? Oh my god! He's team us. He's team I think that's a beautiful place. That's a beautiful place to transition to the to the third and final act of the pod, Kaylee. Yeah. You think we crossed the line. I'm feeling sad that maybe we, uh, maybe we, we roasted our friend. Yeah. But we love him. Me, like, so I think we made up for it. Yeah. I do. I do think sometimes, yeah, we were too hard on Sam. And I also think that like, sometimes when I am judging Dean so harshly, I'm like, who am I? Who am I to do this? Like, I, I'm not a perfect person. Dean's not a perfect person. How can you expect anyone to be perfect at 16 also? Mm, so I know I'm no, putting a lot true. of pressure on him. And I also know that my my sweet boy Jess has his faults, as we all do. And I seem to let his slide way more than Dean's. There are obviously things I feel less strongly about. But I will say, like, there were times where I just really went in on Dean. And yeah. Right. So maybe I did cross well, one. He did. He was crazy in, in his in his 16-year-old years. But he did. He did cheat when he was older. So uh, he doesn't yeah. have too many redeeming qualities, I will say. He does. When you meet him. My Jared Padalecki. <laughs> when we meet him great. in Revival, though, he does seem to have mellowed out. Mellowed and grown. Fingers this crossed. Is this is true. Um, something I do want to say is I actually do feel bad about dragging cl- the character of Clara the way I did. <laughs> um, and saying I fear it was too aggressive to say her voice sounded like Gypsy Rose Blanchard's in the act. Um, and I, I also want to say that that wasn't meant as a drag on Gypsy Rose Blanchard. I'm actually no, a huge no, fan on her. No. Would love to do an episode on her. Um, so that that is what I want to get out there um, in terms of crossing the line. Sam, are you worried about crossing the line? Um, I don't think you did. I don't, I don't think so. I think maybe when I said uh, girl child. But other than that, I don't think <laughs> I really, really crossed the line. I just feel like that was a weird, weird phrasing. Of, right, of right. But I don't, um, I don't think so. I think you're good. Um, Kaylee, yeah. is there anything you find to be overrated this week? Yeah, there definitely was something that I really thought about the other day. And I, sh- I should start writing this stuff down. What was Do you want me to point? go first? Yeah, please. Um, plastic spatulas? Just why? Okay. Just why? I hate when I'm going to flip over my hash browns like I love to do. Mm-hmm. And I see that my spatula is getting melty. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, why are plastic spatulas a thing? Like every spatula should be built to withstand heat. That seems like spatula 101 to me. Yeah, 100%. So plastic spatulas, you're overrated, canceled. Dragged. 
Um, I remembered mine. Um, I've been on a really big corn tortilla kick. And so to me, a flour tortilla is overrated. I used to be flour tortilla girl, never even once looked slightly even towards, I didn't even glance at a corn tortilla. And then I started working, of course, at Chili's, we all know. And then after that worked at another Tex-Mex restaurant, which had amazing food. Shout out to Javelina and Manhattan, NYC. Um, And corn tortillas have changed my life. And I really love them. That's beautiful. Thank you, Sam. Um, I would say keeping um, normal normal cow milk in your fridge is a little overrated. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Kaylee yeah. actually screamed at me one day. Uh, I put on my Snapchat story um, <laughs> oh. a picture of a, a video of, of a mug with some milk in it. And I had grueling, it's a grueling task to make these hot chocolate bombs, you know, where you put them in and they melt. <laughs> Um, and Kaylee was like, is that oat milk? And I was like, uh, no, Uh-oh. no, it's not. And I was at my friend's house. She didn't have any. And I was like, no, it's not. And she goes, whole? <gasps> and I was like, fuck. Oh, but anyway, this past <laughs> week, my roommate Derek and I have decided that we would just only have oat milk. And it's fine. You're fine if you don't have real milk in your cereal. It tastes the same. And I would argue if Honey, honey Nut Cheerios with oat milk is better it's than, so good. than with cow milk because it just makes and you think to yourself like i'm drinking not something that came out of something's weird boob honestly. yeah you know what i mean 100 um which is so. a great way to feel you never want to yeah. feel like you're drinking out of someone's boob unless you're a baby in which case turn off the bod we swear too much on here <laughs> <laughs> um yeah please turn off. you know what i realized we didn't make our podcast say explicit on it which is what you're supposed to do if you swear even once oh. um so are you Sorry. guys upset with us are you guys upset with us you little text babies us. listening text <laughs> us separate if you're upset with us sorry yeah our age range literally that we we get the most listens from is like three to seven so this blows for seven. us <laughs> um maybe we should do that though guys if you see explicit next to our thing it's because we finally we made a change and if not we made a change. we're just trying not to get caught and on that note, well, I had the best time. Thank <laughs> you so much for coming. Thank you thank so you, much sweet for having me. I had such a wonderful time as well. So much love to you guys. Both. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. I think we're going to try to do outro music this time. I think uh, when we end. So, so keep an ear out. So keep an ear out. Let me know what you guys think. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. We did it. Okay. Cool. I mean, we did it. Right? So, okay.